Julia Hampton and Julia E. Hampton CPAPC have been your trusted sources for local tax preparation, payroll, and business services for more than 20 years. Do you have a tax strategy heading into 2019, or do you have something that's probably closer to tax strategery heading into 2019? If you don't have tax strategy, you should, and you should call Julia today at 816-554-0394. Tell them Jason and Nick sing it. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who, unlike me, can eat a whole burrito without staining his shirt. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Look, it, it's a well-honed skill set. I mean, you really it's, it, it's how you unwrap the burrito, it's how you hold the burrito, it's the move from the plate to the face. I'm so glad that podcast is not a visual medium right now, Nick. I just have to say that out loud. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think you're better at eating than perhaps I am because you got you get all the burrito stuff in and I leave a bunch on my shirt. Look, That's all I'm saying. As I, as I commented earlier, you're just leaving some flavor for later. That's true. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Vox Civitatum Centrum. Jason, not a whole lot going on this week. We're actually we're going to have a pretty short episode. Um, technology hiccups got us a little bit late in posting this one. Not a lot going on, but there is one thing I want to talk about a little bit. We previewed this last week as we looked ahead to last week's city council meeting. There were some changes to the way public comments are done now at city council meetings. One of the things that's going to happen is that you're going to have to sign in before the meeting starts. And also, your comments are going to be limited to three minutes. On the surface, this is not a big deal. Jason, what I want to talk about is the conversation that happened at the diet. The conversation that happened, though, maybe, I'm not sure it was as effective as it could be, because while on the surface, these aren't huge changes, and these are good things as far as managing what can be very lengthy council meetings in in our city. But without using slippery slope hyperbole, anytime you're you make a move that could quell the public's opportunity to speak to its officials, I get a little frightened. A little bit of an alarm goes off. You mean you don't want the man crushing your First Amendment rights, Nick? <laughs> right, right. I fear the man. I always crawl down a slippery slope all the way to totalitarianism in our very fine city. I'm your slippery slope guy, not you. That's my job. <laughs> Not your job. I think you're right, though. I think at the end, it was it was interesting, and uh, the conversation brought up some concerns and some questions about it. Um, the First Amendment concerns, of course, but also just, is this the kind of, of what, space we want to create? Right, and even it, it, they even brought up some issues about procedure and process, and you and I spent a lot of time on this show talking about process and the importance of having a strong process we're not only having conversations about issues, but letting each and every voice have an opportunity to speak. And I think where, where I had paused during the conversation last week was as these were being brought up, it came down to the end. Mayor Baird said, well, let's just vote on it, and then we can fix any problems later. Again, on the surface, I don't think that's it's, – it's not a huge issue. I don't want to make too much of it, but it does make me pause – because I wanted to hear those conversations come to come to a conclusion. You know, there could have been some other decisions made, in my opinion. 
Right, or they could have gone procedurally about it differently. They could have sent it back to committee, held a further public hearing on it, something, um, throw in some amendments. It's something that I don't think our council has gotten the use of the hang of yet with the new members and, and maybe the new, some of the changes in the way that the, the council was working together, the use of amendments as, you know, sort of statements of, hey, we can make this change, let's get people's voice on the record about how they feel about it. There are a number of ways to approach it. I'm not sure let's pass it and fix it if it doesn't work is ideal. But in this case, I don't know that the harm is going to be very great. Right. I, I, completely, I completely agree with that. I just think it's something to, to keep, keep our eye on a little bit because when it comes to, I'm going to say one more time, when it comes to our ability as, as residents and voters to speak to officials, we got to make sure that that's, that's never taken from us or never hindered. Right. And I think it'll also be interesting to see, to see how these rules are enforced. Um, you know, I mean, uh, to when we have at the Planning Commission um, a lot of public comment, uh, our f procedures are a little bit different, but basically we, we give people about three minutes and we have a timer running, but I don't cut them off at three minutes. And as long as they're on point and what have you, they get a little bit of leeway and then we give people a chance to come back at the end, what have you. So there are different ways, even with this three-minute time limit, to operate, and it'll be interesting to see how the mayor and the council handle that um, as, it, as it goes forward. So mostly, we just want to hear, we just, we just want to hear the, the people who have those really unique comments. We want to make sure that they have the time and the voice to give them out there, because that gives a lot of color to our council meetings. <laughs> right, and again, anything we can do to manage time, to manage our, our meetings in the best fashion possible, that is a, that is a good thing. Let's just make sure we, we keep the process. And I think the council did a good job of noting that that procedure was important and they are going to probably have to make some adjustments on the way. And I think they gave themselves some leeway and ability to do that. So we'll just keep an eye on it. Man, I know we're being awful nice to council. Can we just make up something to be mad at them about? Uh, that's not this media source's job. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. All right. So uh, there's a closed session to be held this week. So we don't know what's going on, although the, the little statements seem to be uh, indicate that there were going to be negotiations or discussions of negotiations with the representative representative employee group. So we know that that was um, a, a significant and important issue that was talked a lot in the in the election. So I think that'll be something that'll be worth watching to see if we get any output in the next uh, months from these negotiations and these discussions. And a note of big news, Bridge Space, the new co-working development in downtown Lee Summit is officially open. The doors have opened. You mean I can go in there and bridge some space or space some bridge or whatever it is? I, I don't even, I really, look, the whole co-working thing, I kind of understand it, but in a fundamental way, I have no idea because I'm an old. Well, And as an old, new fancy technology is weird. It's a big space that's going to allow for a lot of small businesses, a lot of startups to have a chance to come in and, and, and get some office space and, it, and work at a, at a better rate. So they're not paying the huge leases that you will pay for, for standard office building. 
Right, and they're not locked in for three or five years. They're not at maximum right. retail. Right. All those sorts. And of you things. know, and on top of that, though, what it really gives too is it, it gives some great networking opportunities for these startups, so that so that you can be around people. Maybe maybe there's a marketing person that's working at the desk next to you, and that's that's your biggest hangup as you're starting your business is, is finding someone to help you figure out those marketing angles. Maybe it's somebody who sources material. You can you can network and find those things. And I think I think what you're going to see is a community develop where these these startups are helping each other. It's really going to grow a, an entrepreneurial community in our city. And in the coming weeks, we're going to be talking to some people from Bridge Space. We're going to be talking to um, some people from Velocity, which is a, a city commission a group that's focused on 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 the entrepreneur community in Lee Summit. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this as we go. I want to note that there there is a launch party for Bridge Space scheduled for next Wednesday at five o'clock. It is open to the public. There are tickets available. The tickets are free, but they ask that you go to their Eventbrite uh, link, which we're going to post on our Facebook page and also in our show notes so they can kind of get a feel for how many people are coming. But it's open to the public. I urge you go check it out. It's kind of a, it's kind of a neat new thing that's unique release something. Yep, I think that's good and it's something that uh, I know people have been excited about trying to get started for several years. So getting this off the ground I think is a, is a big thing and, and we're looking forward to seeing how it has an impact on what we do. You know the one thing I didn't mention and that we haven't mentioned since we first talked about this probably a year or two ago is this is a great example of reuse. This is the old post office building in downtown. This is true. And, and if you want to go look on the outside of the wall, the original wall on the south side is now exposed and showing, so you can go see it. It's pretty cool. And they put some cool lighting on it. They've done a lot of art in the middle. I think it's really, it, I will say this as a, when, when the plan came forth, I had had hopes that that lot, that part of the block would be completely redeveloped into something bigger and denser, but the use that's being proposed and the way that it's being done over the last couple of years, and it's been a long process getting this online, has really, it's been good, uh, and I think it's commendable, and we should give uh, props to Ben, Rayo, and company for, for getting that up and running and looking cool. There is not a lot going on this weekend, Jason. It's Labor Day weekend. This is true. But. It, I mean, like, there's no, not really any local Lee Summit parades or events or really a lot of anything going on. I think this is the city's way of telling you to spend some time with your family. Go see your family. Go see your friends. Enjoy our great community, all the things we have to offer. Maybe hit some parks. Maybe head downtown. Maybe go over to some of the shopping centers, over at Summit Fair, Summit Woods. Spend some of your money with some of our local retailers. Absolutely. And I've got one important place that I want to mention because it's where I'm going on Saturday. Jason? Where are you going? Tacos. And? It's Taco Saturday at New Axiom Brewing Company. So New Axiom, uh, I think we've mentioned it once or twice here on the show, but it is a new microbrewery here in Lee Summit. It's not in downtown. It is actually over uh, 291 and Columbus-ish, um, just off of Rice Road. Behind and the uh, Chipotle area. Behind the Chipotle area, for those of you who speak burrito. And, uh, yeah, I went full and, circle there. Yeah, we start with burritos, we end with burritos, and burritos are a closed circle. So I think time is a burrito. So that's how we that's how we know that. So there's gonna be tacos, 
uh, from, I believe it's Sancho's Street Side Food Truck. And there will be beer because that's what New Axiom does. They make beer and they sell it to you. So we are going to go and we are going to make sure that the beer is of the highest quality and that the tacos are the highest quality because we care about you, the listener of this show. And we want you to make sure that you have a good uh, experience in the future when you go to New Axiom Brewing Company. Taco for the people. All right, not a lot else going on. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to put some burden on Nick and we're going to uh, follow this episode after our sponsor break with a little bit of a highlight of uh, Nick's new Link to Lee Summit podcast, Varsity KC, talking about the high school football. And I think it'll be, so this is something that's new. If you have an interest in, we've mentioned it, but I think you can have a listen. They've had a couple of weeks of episodes now, so hopefully they were starting to catch their groove. And, uh, and I think you'll enjoy that. And then if you do, you should subscribe and get that sent to you. This is a fun project. I, I, I totally forgot that we were going to do this, but you know, thanks for putting the burden on I'm here to make you promote and work. <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> Speaking of football, Jason, this is the final weekend for everyone to get online and brag about their favorite local high school. They can do this in the Budget, budget Blinds Design Heat competition. All you got to do, head over to the Budget Blinds Facebook page, cast your vote, and the winning school, that booster club's going to win a donation. That's right. This is just another way that I think Budget Blinds is more than just a company that will sell you blinds fancy automatic ones or the manual ones ever. They have really cool technology that allows you to do custom printing colors, but they help you with window treatments and bedding and other things, but they are really, really good neighbors and community partners. They're locally owned. They are always focused. Almost everything they do, every promotion that they put out there has a tie-in to a benefit to some part of our community. And this one's supporting our local schools. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall with hosts Jason Norberry and Nick Parker. Catch us every Wednesday at linktoleesummit.com or subscribe to Lee Summit Town Hall on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. This is a fun project. I got together with some some old sports writer friends. That's that's my roots. How I came up in the media business. We started as a sports writer, and we just thought we'd get together and we talk about we talk about the football games. Give people a little preview into the players and, and coaches of these teams that we all follow. So this, this is a little different. This isn't just Lee Summit focused. Varsity Kansas City podcast is going to focus throughout the uh, metro area, the suburban conference, as well as a few other schools in the area, including. Lee Summit's own Summit Christian Academy and St. Michael the Archangel. So here's a little taste. Hope you guys like it. Hello and welcome to Varsity Kansas City presented by Moly Chevrolet in Blue Springs. This is your new weekly podcast featuring the suburban football of Kansas City. We're going to talk about all of the suburban conference teams as well as a few few others, including Summit Christian Academy, St. Michael's Academy, Oak Grove, Odessa, and Center High Schools. With me today, we've got our regular panel of guests, 
Tom Hanerhan of the Courier Tribune, Brent Callwy of the Jackson County Advocate, Cody Thorne of the Platte County Citizen, and Troy Chrisman, formerly of the Examiner and the Lee Summit Journal, and now he is a PR shill for the Blue Springs School District. Don't hold that against him, folks. Well, as we get started, let's uh, look. It's football. Everybody's excited. So let's. What are we looking forward to, Troy? I'm looking forward to a great season in the gold, uh, in the suburban gold conference. I mean, obviously, I've got Blue Springs, Blue Springs South in there, but you also have Lee Summit North, Lee Summit West, Park Hill, Ray, Ray Peck. I'm, every week, you're going to play a quality team. You're going to play at a at a tough place to play and just talent all over that division um a lot of returning players a lot of all state players in there it's going to be a great regular season uh, conference season and you know you've got some great uh non-conference games too obviously blue springs blue springs south and play the rockers and you know they open with some non-conference bows and uh, it's just going to be a, a great great season obviously the first First week, you got Lee Summit North against Liberty North. They have a history. I don't think they like each other. And then um, first week, you've got Lee Summit West and Park Hill, which is another great game on the schedule. So, well, these are, obvious, these are obviously the biggest schools in the suburban conferences. Biggest schools. There's a lot of old tradition there. And then even some, some newer schools that are, that are building great traditions. I mean, is, this is the power probably of the conference. Yeah. You know, since 2002 – a team from this division has played in 10 of the 16 state championships. So obviously if you win this division, you come out of this division, you know, you're one of the best in the state. And, and even if you don't win the division, if you're runner up, you're a great team too. That's, that's the bad thing is that, you know, you're going to have some teams that are fantastic that don't make it through this, but it just makes it a great um, division, a great schedule to watch all season long. Well, speaking of building traditions, Tom, you're watching one happen kind of before everybody's eyes at Liberty North. How, how does another new school like that, how does it come in and establish itself and build that tradition that you see from like a Blue Springs or Lee Summit West has done in its first decade plus? How does another new school come in and say, I'm going to be a power year in, year out? Well, you know, the interesting thing in Liberty is there are two schools – uh, a lot like, you know, the Lee Summits and the Independence Missouris. And, uh, but at Liberty North, it's still fairly new. So they're building those traditions. And the greatest asset they have, I believe, is head football coach Greg Jones. He's built those traditions at other places. He's, he's ingrained that culture. He's, he's starting to do some things within the program uh, that – that will build upon. Now the school at large is going to have to do something um, there. One thing you see with um, programs like that, you know, teamwork, if you play multiple sports, you're going to play some sports with other guys, other, you know, other girls that you're going to have, they're going to be your teammates throughout these sports, throughout school. Um, it just builds character. It builds teamwork. In everything you do, I mean, when you're playing on Friday nights with someone that you may have played, you're part of the track team together. You're part of the um, you know, baseball team together. You work out together all the time. It just builds a better team unit, and um, 
you see that throughout the school. And I think you're going to see that too, because when you see a guy that you've, you've played with in multiple sports, you've, you, you've worked out with them in multiple sports, they may be ahead of you in, in grade. And so then you see them move on and play at the next level. It kind of gives, gives those younger kids a way yeah. to drive, you know, to some motivation to drive them forward. Oh, there's nothing like that. Seeing, seeing those people that you played with go on to college, any college level. I'm not just talking D1. I mean, you have to think about the thing with kids that are going on to play at the college level. These are kids that have played these sports since they were five years old, six years old, and the dedication it takes to get through the little leagues to the high school level, to the, you know, to that level and still have the desire to play and that fire, let alone the talent to play at a collegiate level is amazing. I mean, you think about how great these kids are. That kind of stuff is only going to push their teammates and other people in the community to, to show up, to go out on the team, to play harder. And it, it just builds, it builds a unit. And I think that is what, how those schools build their tradition. You, and you get a place like a, like a blue Springs that year after year after year is considered a powerhouse. And it, it doesn't matter that every four years it's a new set of kids. Well, let's start things off and look at the gold division, which Troy, you just talked about. And let's start with. Join us every Thursday as we preview the upcoming games from the suburban conference schools, as well as Odessa, Oak Grove, St. Michael, Summit Christian Academy, and center. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you like to download podcasts. We'll see you next week.